all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Remember, you can follow us on all your favorite social meds at... You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch at AllBadThingsPod. Email us AllBadThingsPod at gmail.com. You can follow our subreddit, join our Facebook discussion group, and our Discord. Do all of those things. We're recording these out of order. (laughs) The way I just said it will make sense when we record... The, the proper next episode. Okay? Gotcha. Okay. All right. As to why I didn't say it quickly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what you drinking tonight? <laughs> Gatorade thirst clencher. Yeah. <laughs> Gator. No, it's Gatorade is thirst aid for that deep down body thirst. You don't I didn't the, know that You don't one. remember the jingle? No, I just remember Gatorade Thirst Quencher. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have two different uh, jingles in our head. Two different eras. Yeah, the... they've been successful. Yes, marketing. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Founded at the University of Miami. No. Nope, University of Florida. There you go. Last <laughs> I, I checked, Miami wasn't the Gators. <laughs> no, in fact, they hate they hate each other, so it's definitely not Miami. It's not, not the, the University Miami. of Miami Gators, oh. everybody. Yes, you <laughs> University of Florida Hurricanes. I mean, either one would work. I mean, it would still work, mm-hmm. even if they were switched. But Sorry, uh, University of Florida. Yes. Hence the gator in mm. Gatorade. Yes. What are you drinking? I am having my famous national local beer. Is, Breakfast of Champions. It is delectful. <laughs> delectful? Yes, and delightful. <laughs> it's delectful and delightable. Yes. All of those things. Um... You know what? I should go ahead and read this email in the more recent of the... Guys, we are recording these... Out of order. And all in one weekend. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, this is the... What day is this? The it's February 4th, but we are recording three episodes this weekend. <laughs> so, we're all out of sorts. This is the episode after the three-parter Marielle Boatlift. Correct. But we haven't recorded parts two or three, <laughs> so not. I'm all I'm all confused. So we have we are recording this episode on <coughs> February fourth. Mm-hmm. It will come out on February twentieth, right? Um, and on February twentieth, I will not be in the United States. You will not. No. You will be in the Great Canadian Toronto, the Great White North. Yes. In February, and it was voluntary, entirely voluntary. I specifically chose it. I hope I am staying, Rachel. If you are listening, which you don't, you won't be because you don't listen to your own podcast. Stay warm. <laughs> uh, I ha- I I have been in extremely cold weather before, but I'm going to need to buy some <laughs> warm clothing, and it will also be come in good use when I visit Svalbard yes, next December. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gear up. 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, get some fancy stuff. Like go to go go to REI and just go. I was nuts. thinking of it, or or a North Face. I was thinking yeah, of one both or the of other. Those. Yeah. yeah. It, at either place, they will fleece you for money. Yes, they will. <laughs> but you know, Hopefully it's tricky. It'll be for good stuff. You know, what's tricky is finding good weather gear um, or cold weather gear that doesn't have down or fleece. That is true. That's tough to find. Yeah, I don't want wool. I don't want sheep fleece, and I don't want down. And really, guys, like if you look up how they get the down off the birds, it ain't. Well, I good. mean, that's that's kind of why I. I I have not gone to, everybody nowadays has like the down jackets, mm-hmm. like the, you know, the all weather kind of jackets. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm like, I just don't, I don't. It's pretty damn cruel. Kind of. So, yeah. Like you, you can't not, you can't not participate in everything, but certain right. things that I know right. of, I'm like, I'm like, uh it's like eating foie gras. It's like, really? Yeah, is that a which, good which, idea? Which I have done. Yes. <laughs> so. And hey, look, like to each their own. Whatever, but <clears throat> if you are unclear on the cruelty of certain things, it's, you know, if that you can learn cruel. about it and yeah. still do it, then okay, that's fine. But you should at least know what you're participating in. Yeah. Any, anywho. Any hoodle. Since we're talking about, well, <laughs> the killing of animals. Oh, no. Why don't we talk an animal that is potentially a killer and a has killer been. animal. Yes. Is it an elephant? It is not. Um, is it another big cat? It is not. Um, it is a bird. A, okay. Not for nothing, I'm not a fan of birds. In terms of, like, <laughs> animals. In terms of, like, fandom. Yes. <laughs> and yet, I very much enjoy the game Wingspan. Yes, you do. Which I did not enjoy. There's well, way, way too many to things going on. you have to get used to it. You yeah. have to get used to it. There's it's a kind of lot like, of stuff going on. It's kind of like Fallout 4. It's like, I wasn't a big fan of it when I first got it. Yeah. But I, you, you get used to it, and you're like, oh, I can... I can have people tend to the garden while I'm away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's in, a nuclear garden in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland, but somebody's got to pick the tomatoes and stuff. And yeah. in Wingspan, you start learning how yeah. to strategize. Yeah. And don't really build up the eggs in your nest until you're closer to the third or fourth round. Yeah, you're off adventuring, so somebody's got to, you know, mm-hmm. you know do with a hoeing. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a ho-ho? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. For show. Fo show. She, cause she ain't yo ho no mo. No mo. <laughs> so anyway, so now that I've mentioned, club, by the way. it is. Mm. Now that I've mentioned bird, it is a, a bird. yes. What do you think it is? I'll give you one guess on the bird. Like an emu. Very close. Ostrich. Very close. Cassowary. When cassowaries attack, <laughs> and you literally just named their two. Uh, relatives. Closest relatives. Yes. So cassowaries are the, those weird dinosaur-looking motherfuckers, right? Oh, we're going to get into all okay. of that. Okay. When cassowaries that's why, kill. That's why I wanted to <laughs> do this one first, because the science is still kind of in my head. Okay, I gotcha. Oh, the, how they're related and all. Well, yeah, well, <coughs> we'll get we'll, into that. We'll see where this is going. Okay. So the, the, the title of this episode is When Cassowaries Kill? That's when, no, great... it's When Cassowaries Attack. Oh, okay, When Cass- Cassowaries Attack. It's uh, it's also a play on a Brian Jonestown Massacre song. Oh, uh, okay. When Jokers Attack. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway. Cassowaries. So cassowaries are flightless birds that are native to the tropical forests of New Guinea, the Aru Islands, and northeastern Australia. Okay. There are why class- are all the weirdest things in Australia? There's a lot of weird... This is just another example of why I'm never going. 
or at least or at least not being anywhere near a field like i don't even want to see a tree while i'm there because something might kill me in it I would love to be in, like, bushland for approximately 30 seconds within immediate way out. (laughs) That's all. But that's the thing. There is is no no guarantee. There's no guarantee. Like, you get... Anyway, don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) Okay. For for damn sure, I'm never going in the bush unless I'm in, like, literally, like, an armored bus. Right. That has machine guns on it. (laughs) That's, like, that's the only way I'm doing it. Well, we already learned what happens when you fly over the bush in a hot air balloon now, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So they are classified as ratites, which are flightless Mm. birds without a keel on their sternum bones. What's a keel? A keel. Okay. (laughs) In bird anatomy is an extension of the breastbone, which runs along the middle of the sternum. Right. The keel provides an anchor to which a bird's wing muscles attach, providing adequate leverage for flying. In other words, without a keel, a bird simply cannot fly. A, peng- oh. a penguin would be another example. So that's that's why they're flightless birds, mm-hmm. because they're missing this part of the breastbone, mm-hmm. the sternum. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. But it makes sense because, like, the demand on a human's sternum and rib cage isn't even close to what it would be if no. we were literally lifting our no, entire No, because we're not taking weight. off from the ground yeah. on uh-huh. our own. Uh-huh. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> that would be kind of weird. <laughs> be beyond weird <laughs> mm-hmm. but you never know we're talking about we could we could evolve for another 30 million years you never know fortunately i won't be there for it no we yeah we won't be there for that um so there are three species of cassowary with the southern cassowary being the most commonly studied okay the southern cassowary is the third tallest and second heaviest living bird on earth being surpassed only by the ostrich and emu so they're not which as are also ratites so they're not as tall as emus or they're, ostriches. It's pretty close, yeah, but not I gotcha. at, its, at its peak. And can't ostriches be like six feet tall? Yes, they can. Okay. So the other two species of cassowary are the northern cassowary and the dwarf cassowary. Mm-hmm. Little itty bitty cassowary? I, I guess. Or we at don't least really, a shorter. We don't really get into that, okay. the different species too much, because really only one of them is... Studied. And, uh, and we'll get into and all attacky. that too. Yeah, so tacky. <laughs> So female cassowaries are larger and more brightly colored than their male counterparts, and adult southern female cassowaries can reach 1.5 meters tall, or oh, 5 wow. feet, and weigh 58 kilograms, or 130 pounds. That's... wow. So they can be the size of, like, a, an adult female human in certain certain adult female humans. Wow. Just for extra scariness, they have been clocked at running up to a speed of 50 kilom- kilometers per hour, or 30 miles per hour. <laughs> no! Which is faster than any human ever on record. Yes. Not even Usain Bolt can get away from just one going of those to, I, I was just going to mention that. The fastest okay. human ever recorded, I believe, uh-huh, right. is Usain Bolt. And even he's not getting away. So. And that's just in, like, so, sprints. So you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you're in a group of people, you just have to run faster than somebody. Right. That's exactly right. You don't necessarily you can't have be the to last. be the fastest. No, you, just you just can't be, be the last. Yes. <laughs> You don't, you, you don't have to be the fastest, but you can't be the last. <laughs> if you can't be the fastest, don't be the lastest. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. So Michael Scott. You've <laughs> been watching too many Office episodes yeah. again. Uh, and then just for, for a bonus. Oh, no. There are also good swimmers capable of crossing wide <gasps> rivers and swimming in the sea to cool off. No, they can swim, too. Can so the only thing they can't do is fly. Pretty much. Which almost, which, man, that would be really scary if they could do all of those things. They can't climb. Can't do that either. That too. So all species of cassowary have three-toed feet with sharp claws. 
The middle toe has a dagger-like claw that can reach up to five inches in length. Jesus. And is used for exactly what you think it is used for. Like velociraptors? Evisceration. We'll get into that. Okay. (laughs) So, yes, they mainly use it to cut open fruit, and that is their main diet. Okay. Things like that. But, (laughs) if need be, Uh they use it for offense and defense, too. Mostly offense when they need to. Huh. Well, if, if you're saying when they need to, that's mm-hmm. defense. Yes. So it's more defense. The best defense is a good offense. There you go. <laughs> uh, so yes, cassowaries feed mainly on fruit, just like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are classified as omnivores and feed on a range of other plant foods, as well as medium to small vertebrates and fungi. Okay. So it was the cassowaries that caused the, the, oh, uh, the cordyceps brain <laughs> infection in The Last of Us after all. It was the cassowaries. If they weave that in... Uh. To that show. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> it was cassowaries and flour. <laughs> There's a um, uh, an episode of If Books Could Kill, which is a new podcast from Michael Hobbs, the co-host of Maintenance Phase. They discussed the uh, their one of their Patreon episodes recently. They discussed the lab leak theory mm-hmm. of uh, COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. And they I mean, it's were... A, it's a possibility from what I understand. Uh, it, essentially, yes. They were like, basically, it kind of doesn't matter where it came from, ultimately. Mm. The thing is, there's no good evidence that well, it was a, a literal um, bioweapon. Yeah. Right? That it was... It could it could have been like... But at any rate, um, they were talking a, a lot about like species and intermediary species. Because that's a big thing in... Um, uh, as in The Last of Us, is like how things get from species to species. Mm-hmm. And there are intermediary the right species sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like COVID-19 likely came from bats, but that doesn't mean necessarily that it went from bat to human. It could have gone from bat to something else to human, you know? That sort of thing. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it could have gone to cassowary. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there are many cassowaries in China, so probably No, not. <laughs> I don't think so. And uh, just in case anybody didn't already know, yes, I'm a huge fan of The Last of Us. I played mm-hmm. the game, the first game I played a decade at least, ago. Uh, yeah, uh, but I've played it a total of four times now, I believe. Mm-hmm. I only played the second game once because it's, it's very too upsetting. Depressing, it's, yeah. It is, but uh, the series so far has been really good. It's like it's really like universal. Really acclaim. exceeded Everybody's my expectations. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that I find last it too episode, dark yeah, depressing. yeah. And the last episode was just, like, such a departure from the game, but in such a good way. Mm. So. Well done. Oh, very much the, so. They they said they renewed it for a second season. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting great ratings, so it makes sense. Was Nick Offerman as great as it seemed he would be in that episode? I think you should watch it. You haven't watched it. I think you would enjoy it. I love Nick Offerman. And it's about a gay relationship. We love the gays. We love the gays. Yeah. But. But, like, I had the same, and I, I put this on Facebook <laughs> to responded to facebook to, mm-hmm. i can't remember who about this but i was like it reminded me of the, of the black mirror episode um san junipero oh okay where the you entire really loved that episode. where the entire episode was about like a lesbian relationship mm-hmm. but like somewhere along the way you kind of forget that that it's about a lesbian because it it doesn't matter it's ultimately because it really doesn't yeah, yeah it's ultimately uh-huh. about like two people that love each other yeah. and like that a just, universal thing yeah it just mm-hmm. comes through by the end of the episode and you're like oh that's right they were gay who cares? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't matter. Exactly. No, it doesn't. And um, unfortunately, 
people like you and me aren't the people who need reminding of yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, people like you and you and me don't make the rules. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, that's fortunate for some of you out there. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is I'd be a damn good politician. I'd just threaten the shit out of everybody okay, until well, they hey. cooperated for the greater good. There you go. Well, you're still young. You got plenty of time. Ugh. <laughs> So back to, back to cassowaries. Much more interesting than Cassowaries, politics. if they were politicians, they would be dictators, probably. Yes, they would kill everybody. Because, <laughs> that's because, not the worst plan. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's one we would need, like the, the, uh, the insane amount of guns we have. Like, right. if, if like, so if you're planning for a cassowary <laughs> for murderous cassowary invasion, <laughs> like, okay, I'm with you on that one. We could, we can, we could sign up together for that one. Um, so, uh, so these characteristics, all the ones I just mentioned, the claws, the body, the, uh-huh. the head, they can swim, they can jump, mm-hmm. uh, along with their wedge-shaped body are thought to be adaptations to ward off vines, thorns, and saw-edged leaves, oh. allowing them to run quickly through the forest. Okay. The cassowary is often labeled the world's most dangerous bird, <laughs> capable, of, capable of inflicting serious and in some instances fatal injuries to yeah. both dogs and people. Oh, yeah. They are also considered by most paleontologists to be the closest living species to ancient dinosaurs. Although all birds are descendants of dinosaurs, the makeup of the cassowary, with its large body, long claws, and helmet-like structure on the top of their head, Mm -hmm. which many dinosaurs are believed to have had, are completely unique to modern birds. They are often compared to to the famous... Velociraptor! Due to their speed, body shape, and most importantly, sharp claws. Mm-hmm. Typically, though, all cassowaries are shy birds that are found in the deep forest and are adept at disappearing long before any humans realize that they were even there. This characteristic also makes them one of the least studied birds on Earth. Yikes are hard to similar observe. Similar to snow leopards in the big cat realm. Yeah, yeah. That's a documentary that... I don't, well, you don't really like animal documentaries, but no, that's a good they... one of these people trying to find snow leopards because uh-huh. they're, and there's one shot when they go back with the camera, uh-huh. it's like 10 feet above them because they're white and black and they just mix in with the right? rocks and the Himalayas. Yeah. That's why they're so hard to study because mm-hmm. you got to find them. Right. And it's watching them walk right underneath and it's like, it, oh, like it could have been over for somebody right there. Right. But the uh-huh. cat was like, no, I'm just going to keep an eye on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just... Wanting you to know I'm here. Mm-hmm. I've got no. I'm not wanting here. you to know I'm here. That's true. That's true. But I am. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to see that behavior in even like domestic cats because they mm-hmm. do the same they do. shit. Yeah, they have the same the same exact mannerisms. Yeah, but birds. I'm always a little look. Yeah, you don't like birds. I don't like birds. Look, <laughs> I don't eat them. I want them protected. I don't want their feathers taken away from them for people's coats. Like, I am all for protecting the birds. I just don't like them. <laughs> they're wily motherfuckers. And they can be. They're, they can just fly, yeah. Yeah. flap their wings at any time. Some of them can talk. That's not okay. <laughs> could you imagine if cassowaries could talk <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> or maybe they but do. They're not, they're not around, to... <laughs> but they're not close enough to humans, so that would, that would probably never happen. Yeah, if they're the so first of all, if you've never seen a castle, a picture of a cassowary, look it up. Yeah, they're because they're they look like fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what they look like. Yeah, um, but the so the ones that they must have pictures of are in captivity. I would sure imagine. I think if so. They're, if they're because so, there like, there are some in captivity. Yes. Yeah, because if they're so dodgy, like don't 
want to be around people, then that's probably and it's not and it's uh, and it's not really smart to go looking for them. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like really, (laughs) they can outrun you. Yes, something can slash you. It's really something you want to avoid. Mm -hmm. So, again, unless you're in like an armored sedan with machine guns on top of it, (laughs) (laughs) then you can go look for whatever you want. Um, so Except the, for cordyceps. Or yes. Well, no, that'd be perfect for the, the, the after apocalypse. Oh. Um, so the southern cassowary is endangered in Queensland, Kofran, mm. and Chapman, Australia. When researchers assessed the decline of the species, they found that of the former cassowary, hab- cassowary habitat, mm. only 20 to 25% remain. So it's a deforestation issue. Or... Uh, that's going to come yeah. into play, yes. Um, habitat loss and fragmentation is the primary cause of decline. And researchers, and researchers then studied 140 cases of cassowary mortality and found that motor vehicle strikes accounted for oh. 55% of the deaths and dog attacks produced another 18%. So wow. dogs are dogs and cassowaries... Have a beef. Yes, they do. <laughs> both ways. Yes, they do. A beef that goes both they've got, ways. They've got numbers on, on each side, so... I cannot imagine... So, I have, you know, knockwood. I've never hit a deer... You don't want to. And I never I have either. I'm definitely... No, I absolutely don't want to. I know to many people who have. Because, yeah, it's really common. Because mm-hmm. those fuckers will dart out and in they traffic. they fuck up your car. Mm-hmm. And potentially because kill you. Because it's a gigantic animal. Yeah. Well, this... Imagine hitting a fucking cassowary. 130 pounds, 5 feet tall. That's like hitting a human. An mm-hmm. adult human. Plus, their feathers are also like very sleek. And they're almost like barbed in a way. So their feathers come off very easily. Oh, so God, you would, there'd just you would be, just like, see... a poof of feathers yeah, yes, everywhere. Yes, like would. that um, pitcher that, ex- that weirdly hit the bird. That when was Randy Johnson, yes. Yeah. The last the last pitcher you want to get hit by as And a all bird. it was was just a little a poof, poof of feathers. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I would not want to hit a cassowary. I would not want to hit a deer. I would not want to hit anything, period. No, it's not fun. Um, animate or inanimate. I don't yes. want you to hit anything. Uh, so re- remaining causes of death included hunting, five oh. cases. Oh, that's not many, but no, and, t- and it's I mean somebody's gonna do it. Yeah, some asshole. Entanglement in wire, one case. Oh. The removal of cassowaries that attacked humans, four cases. Ugh. Natural causes, eighteen cases, including tuberculosis, which oh. were four known cases. Oh wow. The cause for fourteen cases uh, was in- indicated as "quote unquote" for unknown reasons. So. Well, that could it could even be natural death potential. Yeah, I mean, it's Old just age it's just a lot. We whatever. don't know a whole lot about this bird yeah. because it's just shy. It it's a like fucking her. dinosaur. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So hand-feeding cassowaries poses a significant threat. <laughs> Who would fucking do that? Well, to their survival because it lures them into suburban areas. Oh, it, it desensitizes hence, them. Well, yeah. hence the uh, encounters with vehicles and dogs. Mm-hmm. So contact with humans encourages cassowaries to take food from picnic tables, and yeah. feral pigs are also a significant threat to their survival. Yeah, being out are, in the wild. There are those um, pigs in Australia. Yeah. They destroy the nests and eggs of cassowaries, oh. but their worst effect is as competitors for food. So they basically uh-huh. have the same eating habits. They're omnivores. Well, and we've talked about invasive species mm-hmm. in Australia and New Zealand, and they're all over the place. Yeah, these two aren't invasive. They're just competitive. Pigs aren't? They're, they're... Feral pigs in Australia? Yeah, are they're, they're, they're out there. They're native yeah. species? Indigenous Pretty sure. species? Pretty sure they are. Okay. 
I, I don't I could know. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I they don't are. Know. We're just going to say yes, because it's Australia. <laughs> like, anything weird just no, exists there. No, but they have there. a lot of invasive species. They do. From yes, semen. we did, as we mm-hmm. learned from uh, cane toads. That, yes. That, somebody, that somebody keeps in a, in a, in a freezer. freezer. <laughs> <laughs> An industrial freezer full of cane toads. Chest freezer. Yes. Uh, where were we? Okay. Um, that they get desensitized, you know, yes. come into. Yeah, so contact. they compete with feral pigs for food, right? Um, mm-hmm. And territory. Mm. So in February, uh, also in February, February two thousand eleven, Cyclone Yasi destroyed mm. a large area of cassowary habitat, mm. endangering two hundred of the birds and about ten percent of those total Australian population. So. Oh wow! So there's, there's only about a couple thousand. thousand. Left. Oh wow. Mission Beach community in far north Queensland holds an annual cassowary festival in September where funds are raised to map the bird's habitat. Oh, well, that's good. So it's basically, I did see pictures of it. Uh Yes. And it's people dressing up. It's like a cosplay kind of thing. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Like like the helmet things. Yeah. uh Yeah. Well, that's great because they're trying to raise money. It's like, guys, there's still like dinosaurs around. We got to keep like at least a couple thousand remaining. Yes, absolutely. Um,. So there is evidence that the cassowary may have been domesticated by humans thousands of years before the chicken. Wow. Some New Guinea Highlands societies capture cassowary chicks and raise them as semi-tame poultry for use in ceremonial gift exchanges and as food. Wow. They are the only indigenous Australian animal known to have been partly domesticated by people prior to European arrival and colonization. Huh. The Maring people of Kundagai sacrificed cassowaries in certain rituals as well. The column people uh, considered themselves related to cassowaries and did not cl- cas- classify them as birds, but as kin. Aw, that's kind of cute. That's sweet. Studies on Pleistocene and early Holocene cassowary remains in Papua uh, New Guinea suggest that indigenous people at the time... Uh, it's Papua New Guinea now. I forgot to clarify that earlier. This region's taken on Papua New Guinea, New sure, Guinea. Sure, uh-huh. Um, suggest that indigenous people at the time preferred to harvest eggs rather than adults. They seem to have regulated their consumption of these birds, possibly even col- even collecting eggs and rearing young birds as one of the earliest forms of domestication. Huh. During World War II, American and Australian forces that were stationed in New Guinea were briefed on the giant birds and warned to steer clear of them. <laughs> like, stay away from yeah, the weird dinosaur-looking motherfuckers. You're gonna, you guys are about to see some really fucking crazy shit, mm-hmm. but we're going to show you something even crazier. <laughs> Like, this is a fucking dinosaur. Don't go near it. Stay away. Like, any, do you guys even know what a dinosaur is? <laughs> okay, just stay away from it. <laughs> the uh, um, so in his 1958 book, uh, Living Birds of the World, ornitho- ornithologist Ernest Thomas Gillard wrote, "Quote: The inner or second of the three toes is fitted with a long, straight, murderous nail, straight, which can sever an arm or eviscerate an Jesus. abdomen with ease." There are many records of natives being killed by this bird, unquote. That's bonkers. Straight. I th- I was thinking. There is a there is a YouTube. We won't watch it during the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a YouTube video I'll show you where it it's they're doing surgery on a cassowary okay. in the zoo and they the guy's just like showing you that middle claw and it's just like. It's just straight yeah. dagger and like five inches long and yeah and it's just like man if you get hit by that thing like it's fucking game over. It'd be over. like getting stabbed. Yes, with, the, with like a butcher or knife. Or slashed. Yeah. To the, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. So let's get into some attacks. Okay, when they attack. Shall we? 
So the assessment of the danger posed by cassowaries has been repeated in print by authors, including Gregory S. Paul and Jared Diamond. A 2003 historical study of 221 cassowary attacks showed that 150 had been against humans. Wow. 75% of those had been from cassowaries that had been fed by people. Uh-huh. 71% of the time the bird had chased or charged the victim. Wow. And 15% of the time they kicked. Oh, well, yeah, because that's how they stab. Mm-hmm. It's not on their little... They don't have little hands. No. Little T-Rex arms. No. Nope. Giant claws. They've got, They're they've on got, their feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So of the attacks, 73% involved the birds expecting or snatching food. Mm-hmm. 5% involved defending their natural food sources. 15% involved defending themselves from attack. Mm-hmm. And 7% involved defending their <clears throat> chicks or eggs. Okay. Only one human death was reported among those 150 attacks. That's pretty good. So, (laughs) the first documented human death caused by a cassowary Uh was on April 6, 1926. Okay. In Australia. 16-year-old Philip McLean and his Mm. brother, aged 13, came across a cassowary on their property and decided to try to kill it by striking it with clubs. Oh, stupid, stupid teenage boys. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? The bird kicked the younger boy, who fell and ran away as his older brother struck the bird. The older McLean then tripped and fell to the ground. While he was on the ground, the cassowary kicked him in the neck. Oh, in the uh, neck! Opening a (coughs) 1.25 centimeter, (coughs) or half-inch wound, that severed his jugular vein. Oh my god. The boy died of his injuries shortly thereafter. Okay, so. Yes. Should I should I put in a uh, trigger warning for uh, that? No, it's just more. I'm trying to decide if the kid deserved it, and I'm having <laughs> a hard time because I was gonna say I can't say that the kid deserved that, but I don't know. A deserve is is a weird word, right? I don't mean that. It's just a very natural consequence happened. I, it's very sad yeah. for the child yeah. and for the child's family. But it, it is sort of the definition of fuck around and find out. Well, and, and I'm, the, I'm... The kid was attacking this bird. And I'm also looking at it, it sounds like they were on a farm, and they probably just didn't know what it was, and, like, it could be... It, they thought it might have been attacking its, their animals. Yeah. and So that's that's fair. That's fair. So the kids maybe thought they were doing the right thing by defending their property. Yeah. Um, but, Everybody yeah. fucked around and everybody found out. It's, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... That's, that's, it's sad all the way around. It's yes. sad that they clubbed this bird. It's sad that the bird killed them. Yes. Or killed the one kid. The The younger kid made the right move by just running the fuck away. Well, after he got knocked down mm-hmm. by it. So, yeah. Like, it's, I mean, I don't know. If you're growing up in Australia, like, by the time you're 13 or 16, you've probably seen all sorts of fucking in the weird 20s, shit. No less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Who knows? I mean, like you've seen some shit. Yeah, it's it's literally like a like like that part of Earth like dates back like like literally like hundreds of millions of years. Some of the species that are there, it's crazy. Um, In case anyone couldn't tell, we both fear and revere Australia. Yes, I very I very I very much fear it. I'm not going (laughs) fucking anywhere near it. Um. So, cassowary strikes to the abdomen are among the rarest of all, but in oh. one case, a dog was kicked in the belly in 1995. Oh. The blow left no puncture, but severe bruising occurred. Yeah. The dog later died from an apparent intestinal rupture. Internal bleeding. Yep. yep. 
Another human death due to a cassowary was recorded in Florida on April 12th, 2019. Florida? A few years ago. Yes. The bird's owner, a 75-year-old man who had raised the animal, was apparently clawed to death after he fell to the ground. Alachua County uh, Fire Rescue reported to the Gainesville Sun that the victim was apparently breeding the birds in order to be sold on the exotic uh, pet black market. Okay, fuck that guy. Yes, exactly. And also, isn't yes. it amazing? <clears throat> We've got a story about a species of bird indigenous to, like, uh, a warm Australia climate. And, yeah. pa- and Papua New Guinea and all that area. Yeah, a tropical climate. And yet, yeah. we managed... To get a Florida man in this story. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> They're in every story. They're everywhere. Yes. If you dig if you dig long enough. You'll find a Florida man. And on man. this one, you didn't even have to. It's like one of the few documented deaths by a cassowary mm-hmm. ever. Pl- there's been plenty of injuries. Sure. Uh-huh. But very, very few deaths. No, and fuck anyone who's participating in the exotic pet market. It's, yeah, like, it's disgusting. It, it is. really is. Um... So in 2012, Dennis Ward was on vacation in North Queensland to visit the Babinda Boulders. He encountered a cassowary while hiking to the site and was kicked off a cliff and into Jesus. the water. Thankfully, oh my god! He suffered bruising, but had no internal injuries and made a full recovery. Can Can you so, imagine? No. Hey, pal, how'd you get hurt? I got get, kicked, kicked by, by a cassowary fucking, yes. over a cliff into the water. Thankfully, into the water. Yeah. Like, who would believe that story? It's a wild, wild yeah. story. Yeah, that's true. He could have just, like, yeah, like, tried to run his car off the road. Like, who knows? And he was just like, it was a cassowary. <laughs> I got kicked by a cassowary. Yeah. And yet, that's a believable story in Australia. It is, yes. In Queensland. Or in Florida. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Stabbed to death by a, a cassowary in that, in, in that instance. So, in 1995, the city of Cairns was expecting... <laughs> All I can think of is Michael Scarn when I see Cairns for some reason. Like Scarn. <laughs> Michael Scarns. So in 1995, the city of Cairns was expanding and the suburb of Mount Whitfield was pushing its way into the rainforest. Mm. Where have we heard that before? Several walking and running trails made their way through the rainforest. Oh, I'm no. Not going down those. No. no fucking way. <coughs> no way. Which undoubtedly led to several encounters with the cassowaries. Yep. In April 1995, this is a woman's name, Dune McCall. That's Dune actually spelled, a really is it? great D- name. D-O-O-N? I don't know. It's a great name. Dune I've seen McCall. D-U-N-E. Yeah. Dune. Dune would be a great kid's name. Like, why does nobody name Maybe. their kid Dune? That's a great name. <laughs> Except it's about, it's like a sci-fi it thing. It is. Yeah. So maybe it was a pretty good movie. Not the, not the 1980s one. The mm-hmm. recent one. Uh, <laughs> so in April 1995, Dune McCall was jogging along the trail when she heard a noise behind her. Oh, God. She turned to see a full-size cassowary running after her. She ran as fast as she could to a nearby tree she could climb up (gasps) into. Oh, wow. The cassowary paced around the bottom (gasps) of the tree for several hours before finally wandering off. My (laughs) you imagine that shit? And when it does go away, you're not sitting there thinking it's gone. You're no, sitting there thinking it's it's stalking you. It's just from hanging afar. out, fucking something. Like, when do you get out of that tree? Oh my god! Well, she and this and this is this is fucking 1995. So she didn't have a cell phone, most likely. Jesus. Well, oddly, she. Well, not oddly, but fortunately, she actually did the right thing. Well, she did what she could in that she moment. She did what she could, and it worked. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go up a tree. My God! Like imagine, and it's Australia. So if you go up in the tree, like imagine there's like a fucking python up there. Or some yeah, shit. right. It's like maybe that's not the best decision. But then, 
like the fucking thing just circling and circling yeah. and circling yeah. for hours. Yep. That's terrifying. It is fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Australian nightmare. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's also kind of like after I I kind of had the idea for when Cassowary is attacked from the get go, uh-huh. but after reading that, I'm like these fuckers can be ruthless. Like they'll they'll just pace around Persistent. the bottom. Yeah. Yes. And again, like I would not have gotten out of that tree for ever. Like until like somebody else came upon me. Well, I mean, you eventually get <laughs> hungry and yeah. all that. Hopefully, you can, you can hold out for a whole day for her. Yeah. With a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Or with something else. Or maybe they got attacked by the cassowary and you're like, all right, now I can get away. <laughs> so cassowaries can be quite territorial even in cact- even in uh, captivity. As a worker in the San Francisco Zoo oh, no. found out in February of 2001 when a five-year-old male attacked him while walking away after feeding the bird. Oh, I was th- why was I thinking of five-year-old boy? <laughs> like, uh, they attacked a five-year-old boy? No, I got no, it. five-year-old okay. male. A five-year-old male cassowary. It is believed that tourists were feeding the bird. Oh, no. And by the time the zoo worker came upon the bird for its actual feeding time, it is believed the cassowary became aggressive for not getting his expected meal on time. (laughs) Meaning, like, these people keep feeding me. and Where are they? Yeah, like, why are they And now you're here, and, like, where'd the people go? Right. So, Mm -hmm. fucker. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, the the person did survive the attack That's with good. stitches. So I mean, but still, I mean, Yikes. that can't be fun. Well, I imagine that changed the protocol of feeding the cassowaries. Yes. Like no more going, going into, into the, the cage. cage. It's got to be a lot more like the bird or the um. We will just cats we, we will just have some yeah. sort of like mechanism. Little, yes, mm-hmm. where we can just slide it in there. Mm-hmm. And all well and good. Yep. <laughs> Not on this try. No. <laughs> so. Um, so there are many stories out there about this. Obviously, most of them being documented and taking place in Australia. Yeah. Um, so there are many stories, but these were just a few of the many examples of cassowary attacks. In short, don't go near one. <laughs> that's that that's fun. When cassowaries attack. <laughs> that was fun in a terrible way. Yes. Oh, how how bizarre. And they're the most bizarre looking, and we'll we'll watch so we'll watch some videos. There's okay. a video of a guy like holding up like a like at least like a two or three inch thick like plywood board to show you like when they do claw it. Dude, oh, like what they can go right through it. It fucking goes right through it like it's nothing. My God. And it's just like man, and the guy's like standing right there, and it's like da. It's like <laughs> run away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But, but you can't, because if you do, it'll, it'll just track you down that mm-hmm. way. Like, it's fucking, it is, like, nightmare-inducing. You cannot outrun it. Mm-mm. You cannot outfight it. it clearly, yeah. because they've tried to club the things, and they've killed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, that is the moral of the story. And, and, and usually, don't feed them, yeah, my God. Don't, don't feed animals, period, unless they're your, our own, uh, your own. That's correct. Like, there's it's, always the fucking yep. idiot at the beach feeding the seagulls, and it's like, will you stop doing that? At, at the risk of yet another office reference, it reminds me of when Michael Scott went to feed the birds, and he just threw out giant, like, whole yes, slices of bread, right. and he goes, caw, caw, throws out these pieces of bread. <laughs> just a whole loaf, and just starts throwing the slices out. <laughs> But 
yeah, no, that's why they have all those don't feed the animals signs, because it fucks with the animals. Like, it's bad for them. Well, yeah, because you're not giving them the food that they need. No, not at all. <laughs> because, and... you, because you don't have that food on you, hopefully. And if you <laughs> yeah, do, that right. means you're really fucking weird. You're really very strange. And, uh, and then it also, like, assimilates them with certain forms of human interaction, which is also not good for them. No, because they because they because they animals are yeah. it's a terrible idea. Well, except for the example, like going back a couple thousand years ago, they don't really have any relation with human right. beings. Mm-hmm. So we would be the invasive species in, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, really. The only time it's ever really worked out is like feral cat colonies, like where people help uh, feral cats by feeding them, but yeah. don't interact with no. them, you know. And they all have a space to hang out right. amongst That's each other. Right, That's the idea. It's to, to stay and claim safe. territory and fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what cats do all the yeah. time. But it was like, after reading this, it's like, these things are fucking, like, if they want to be, like, mini, like, Terminators. Like, yes. Like, like they, they're not going to stop. No. Like, what, what is it from, like, it doesn't stop. Like, it never stops. It just knows to kill. That's all it knows. <laughs> See, I never stop. Still never seen any Terminator. Oh, man. The the first two are excellent. I still prefer the first one. But uh, the second one, you could make a case where it's like one of the best sequels ever made. So it could have just been called Cassowary. It could have (laughs) been. With the fucking, with the 80s sunglasses. (laughs) The visor claw. And just like in the corner, like instead of the gun, like it has its middle claw. It's claw. (laughs) Like this, like telling the audience to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I will kill you if I feel like it. That was very interesting. I didn't... I think I think we needed it after well after what we're, we're going to do. I was gonna say we're not into the into the drama yet. We're only partially into the drama. Yes, of of the Mariel Boat Lift, yes indeed. Um So no, it, it was on my mind and I thought it would just be like kind of a A palate cleanser episode. Since we since mm-hmm. we got into the Mariel Boat Lift, which is yeah. gonna get highly political even more so. Yes. Going yes, forward. Yes indeed. But like, yeah, we yeah. just need something a little fun. Not too not too violent. <laughs> Not yeah. too violent. Yeah. Minimal numbers of yeah. the, the I incidents. mean, the amount of people that have had interactions with cassowaries, like in the grand scheme of people, it's like in the billions of 1%. Right. It's a very, very small percentage, yeah. so, fortunately. So anybody listening to this, unless they live in the Just places I talked about, are, not gonna, are never away. going to have an encounter with a cassowary unless you go to a zoo. And if you do go to a zoo, don't feed the fucker. Mm-mm. Just look at it if you want. I would. I mean, that's like I. I know your view I, on zoos is, is what it is. It's tough, but it's like, you. but it's like, man, like, it's like two pets in San animals, Francisco, and like, and the other one was yeah. was some exotic pet dude down yeah. in Florida. Well, do they have cassowaries at other zoos? I honestly didn't look it you up. You could find out. Maybe the uh, one in Ashboro here has a cassowary. You never know. Go look at the cassowary. <laughs> do you guys have a call them up? Like, do you guys have a cassowary? Do you cassowary by any chance? No. I bet people call them up to ask them, like, hey, do you have a this or do you have a that? Yeah. I'll bet. Because if you're, like, especially... Especially if, especially if they don't update their websites. Like, <laughs> yes, many exactly. Many of those places do not. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you're a kid doing a report or something, you know, you yeah. want to know if the animal you're... Got cassowaries? Be... <laughs> With a little milk mustache on the cassowary. <laughs> Wow, that was very entertaining. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I yes, hope, I, I hope did. the uh, I hope our lovely audience enjoyed it as well. Yes, I would call that a palate cleanser yeah. episode, much like the cane toad. Yes, episode, indeed. <laughs> so that was the story of when cassowaries attack. <laughs> <laughs> 
This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week.